Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, A Quick Shot of Romance. Hello everyone and welcome to A Quick Shot of Romance. I am Becky and joining me for this episode is podcast contributor Carolina. Hi Carolina. Hey Becky. Um, So I twisted your arm, I held you hostage, I finally got you to read a Lauren Roebuck. I am so glad you did. Oh my word. I can't believe I've been missing out. And you read like in the middle of us in the series of like, because yeah, hers is a I world. Mean, okay. And so it is a world. Um, And I looked back at the books, like, because I knew inserting myself in the middle of it, like, I I was like, okay, is there an order? But they're all really standalones. They are. They and are. I have to say, she does a fantastic job. I don't feel lost at all. And she gives you just enough to build each kind of backstory so you're you feel like you're caught in, you're catching up like I almost felt like I was Allie the heroine because I'm meeting all these people for the first time and That's, I mean yeah. she knows she knows who they are because she's fans of the band but she doesn't know them on a personal level um but I wasn't lost and I was completely intrigued and I'm going, wow, crap. Now there's like five more books I get, I need to read so like the, now. The interesting thing is a smitten. It has a storyline that intersects with the Reed rivers trilogy and Reed rivers is where I started with Lauren Rowe. And, and then oh, I'm so anxious to read that because after the party, when. Yeah, Georgina, we'll get to that. We'll Ugh. get to that. Okay, hold on. Ugh. So on this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, Carolina and I are reviewing Smitten by Lauren Rowe. This is an absolute standalone romance, friends to lovers, but Lauren Rowe books all take place in the same world. There is crossover some, from some of her other books, including the Reed Rivers trilogy and the Morgan Brothers. So read us the synopsis from Goodreads. I met Alessandra at a party, tried to impress her, was almost positive I was going to fail. I think I said something along the lines of, I'm a goat called fish who's hung like a bull, but not really. I'm actually pretty average. Smooth, I know. Try not to be jealous. When she laughed, and I mean really laughed, I knew she wasn't like the other girls I'd been meeting on tour. Hell, she wasn't even the same stratosphere as those fangirls and gold diggers. At what at one point during the party, Alessandra said, there's nothing like a girl's first love. I knew she was talking about the first smash hit by my band, 22 Goats. Alessandra said it was the first song she heard by us and it hit her like a ton of bricks. Ironic seeing as how I was having the same reaction to being in her presence. I made it my mission to impress her, give her the kiss of a lifetime last night, a lifetime that night. But since I've always been the dude with zero game, nothing went according to plan. I'm not giving up, though. I'm going to win this girl over. I'm done sitting on the sidelines, watching the bad boy get getting the girl. This time, the nice guy will finish first, even if it's the last thing he'll do. Um, so Smitten is a best-selling standalone romance with no prior reading required that is in interconnected with the world of River Records and the Morgan Brothers. This released July 25th of 2020. This is a rock star, friends to lovers, shy heroine, and a slow burn romance. Also, she is a virgin. Um, and technically, I mean, he's not, but 
inexperienced. He's very inexperienced. Yes. But he's also only had transactional relationships. Right. right. Um, so this is a standalone. It's put out percentage of 53% with mutual masturbation. And then I think they actually have sex at 62%. Um, audiobook narrate. I listened to the audiobook. Which is. I, I read the book. You read the book. Mm-hmm. Um, the book is in Kindle Unlimited, and the audiobooks are narrated by Andy Arndt and Tim Page. Um, so there's something cool that happens in the audiobooks, and it's also in the ebooks. So Lauren Rowe writes these rock star romances. She actually puts recording of the songs yes the audiobook but also makes clickable links over to youtube so you can listen to the songs also yeah there was a couple i was delighted that she did that especially on the two that she picked because um you you can click and you can hear them and it was just a delightful a little surprise and delight for the reader um so i was glad that they were in the ebooks as as well um, because I, sh- I sure, I sure listened to them, and they were sweet. It was it's sweet to kind of layer that into versus just reading lyrics on a page. Yeah, well, and it gives you some feels. And this it gives book it depth. It yeah. gives it so much more depth. And this book has big, big feels and roller coaster feels, but not. It's not angsty at all. No, I don't think it's, it's angsty at all. Um, so, look, Alessandra. I- I, I mean, the title of the book, like, you're just legit smitten with these characters. Like, 100% smitten with them, their relationship. But and you're really smitten with the world. And yes. some of these side characters, a lot of these side characters that are in this book already have their stories. And like I said, I came into Lauren Rowe's world with the Reed Rivers trilogy then I worked backwards and read Rockstar, and then I worked backwards from there and read Hero, um, and then the rest of the Morgans. And she has her club trilogy, which is a sex club, BDSM, that starts off the sister, starts off the Morgan family. The sister does. Um, but this book. <laughs> it was such, oh God, it was so delightful heartwarming like all the fuzzy feels I mean we were I like my husband drives everywhere so like I read in the car right yeah like, don't talk to me I gotta read a book right and I was laughing out loud and snickering and he just gives me these looks I'd kind of tell him a little bit of the story and read him an element and he was laughing too like well, it was so cute I was so infatuated especially with their meat cute like i it was so endearing well just even the start of the book when you meet matthew fishburn he is the ultimate nice guy but Mm -hmm. he's tired of being alone he's tired of being the guy without a partner he's not he's not overly sexy he's very tall and lanky they he compares himself to shaggy from scooby-doo, Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. and he you know he doesn't have a ton of presence or confidence 
I would almost say he's a beta hero. Yes, I you would know? agree. And we don't read a ton of beta heroes. I, you know, we tend to lean more towards the dominant alpha, stronger male hero. But he had this quiet elegance and strength about him. But it was like he was an alpha for her. Like, yeah, he kind of stepped up to the plate. Um, but she was the perfect heroine because she didn't need a like a super domineering alpha. She needed a confidence building hero um, because she had it there and somebody to recognize her talent. And it, it was such a perfect fit. I mean, there's this is not an opposites attract. They they parallel each other in so many ways that helped kind of build their confidence. And he needed the confidence too, because he's, he's only ever had, he, he tells her, I've never had a girlfriend. I've yeah. never had a relationship. It's always been one night stands. And she sees past the rock star. She sees the person. Yeah. Well, and he is, he's everybody's friend. He's the good guy. And Alessandra doesn't have that necessarily. She has her sister, George. It's her step, ex-step-sister. The relationship in that family is a little complicated. But she has Georgina. And Georgina's a spitfire. Like, yeah, she, and I'm telling you, she, her book, her book with Reed Rivers. I like, got to read that book. because So freaking sparky. Like there, after there's a scene where this is the um, meet cute for Fish and Allie ends abruptly and it causes Georgina and Allie to leave. And Georgina is pissed at Reed. And so I want, like, I need to know more. I need to know the backstory. I need to know it all. Because, and then there's, there's a quote in this book towards the end of the book that um one of the guys calls Reed out like you're scared of Georgina <laughs> and he's like 100 I'm terrified I'm terrified of that woman so you can I, tell he loves her but like well and I read that book so you read that book and it's this angsty it's a trilogy and at the end of each book you're going fucking Reed Rivers what is wrong with this guy he needs to just shut up and then you come into Smitten and you have these two, this hero. So that has a lot of angst in that book just because they're like these two really powerhouse dynamic characters. Then you come into this book, Smitten, and they're dynamic, but in a quiet gentleness. Subtle, yeah. Like, very like musician, like artist kind of. Yeah. Well, and Alessandra is, she's a songwriter. She is at a prestigious school and, but she has some performance anxiety and she also like, one of the things that I liked about her is she didn't oversell herself, but she didn't undersell. She's like, I still have a lot to learn. I'm still just getting there. Give me some time. But once Fish comes into the, Matthew comes into the relationship, he gives her just that like that steady yeah. place to land, like to mm -hmm. lean on for support without mm -hmm. trying to overtake her. Cause he could have totally entered, inter introduced her to other, um, uh, record executives and, you know, been like, Hey, give me your notebook of all your songs. I'll get them sold for you. He had those connections, but 
he didn't do that. He didn't tell her, well, this is what you got to do. He did try to build her up, but mm-hmm. in a way that didn't and then he overshadow. Let her have, he let her have her moment. He kind of set her up. He teed her up and then let her take it from there. Yeah. Um, which was really sweet. I loved, I loved it. I, there, it, and there was so much cute. The I think the first third of the book is their meet cute. And there's so much character development, even in that first third, the conversations they have, the tangent they get on about astrology, how like, it, it almost happens over like throughout the day there's like a pool party and then they come back later for a bigger party like an like an actual big party and he like takes her hand and he introduces her this is my date this is my date and she's like what what I didn't know it was your date but like okay and it was just cute because he and he, I think he says in there he's only there because she's there yeah he wasn't gonna come he went to the pool party and one of the members of his band, so his band is um, re- uh, represented by the Reed River Re- Rivers Records, but also his lead singer in his band, Dax Morgan, is married to Reed Rivers' sister, Violet. And that's the book Rockstar, which again, go read, guys. Um, but so there's this, he was only going just to be a good band member, but he didn't have any plans to go to this big, huge party that was launching um, something else because he just parties aren't his thing. He's kind of the guy that mm-hmm. likes to strum in the corner. And, he, you know, Allie, in that whole first third where they're getting to know each other, there's this whole party going around them with huge music people in the industry, some of her idols and all of this stuff and all she cares about is sitting quietly outside having this conversation with Matthew. Like yeah. she, she can't see past him. And I think that was something that I really liked in this book, this draw they have to each other, this, you know, like once they set eyes on each other, there's no one else in the room. They, they create and- their own bubble. Yeah. Um, and so they have a miskiss on their first kiss gets interrupted um and then and then the whole thing where she leaves with her sister abruptly um but i think it works for this i really like it for this story because then she goes back to boston and fishes and ends up going back to la and so they're separated so they have to do a lot of their dating video via video chat and it builds their relationship. They have all kinds of conversations and they just talk. And I I really liked that for their character for their characters. Um, and especially once he realizes that she's a virgin, like, okay, he needs to take a like a different approach on this. Um, so it does have that, it's a slow burn, but it's slow burn done right. Um, and then I also loved he goes to his friends and asks for advice. Like, okay, what do I need to know here? Because I want to make this good for her. And it's really kind of an inter- it's a fun and interesting conversation. So Lauren Rowe writes very sex positive books. And there is a book called Ball Peen Hammer. And he is, he was a porn star and a stripper that now has this Netflix styled reality show. 
Um, and he falls in love with one of his directors from his TV show. Um, and he has all the moves, but it's all about women's pleasure. It's very sex positive. It's very positive. And so, yeah, Matthew goes to Peen. They call him Peen. Um for some love advice and he has a certain move that he guarantees will a woman will orgasm and it's it's funny and if you read swoon which is one of our titles in clear the tbr um you learn all about (laughs) the special move and he talks about um he he also talks to cat at this party and she recommends a site for Allie to go to um to just help her really learn her body a bit more yeah and and during that conversation it's like um yeah he's like I don't know that I'm there we're that there yet and so they learn a little bit more and she's like that's like okay I'm gonna tell Georgina to tell her sister about this site so that takes the pressure off of you and she like and then when um Fish and Allie end up like she opens up a little bit more and she reveals it becomes like this cute little banter with them about it was kind of an awkward conversation because he doesn't want to be like yes yes but it's told from his point of view where yeah. in his brain he's going yes she found this site right. <laughs> no, and it's just you know it's sweet because he wants he cares about her he yeah. wants to make it good for her and he doesn't know that He's he's also kind of admitting he doesn't have the experience to make sure the experience is good for her. Yeah. So one of the best things in this entire book, other than like the audiobook has the songs in it, or you can listen to them in the mm-hmm. ebook, there was this whole piece as flowers as a love language. Oh or yes. flowers as their own language and what flowers you send. And that is quirky and it is nerdy, but I loved it. I well, loved it. And- and it and it makes sense in that it's not just written as some random character trait because Allie's mom is a florist. Yeah. And so and she does a lot of florals for weddings. And there's understands the meanings of flowers. Um, what I love about Fish too, and is that he listens to her and he picks up on those little things. And she said something about, you know how she kind of gushed about how flowers have meanings and she loves working with her mom on this and you know the Victorian era has just different meanings and this is how couples would communicate to each other without actually saying things and just how he sends the flowers to her yeah he just embraces it and and again it's just a subtle like testament to his how much he pays attention and what a good listener he is yeah, and his connection to her. Um, okay. So the epilogue in this book, and I'm not going to spoil it or anything like that, but the epilogue in this book, as I'm reading this, I'm thinking of you and I'm thinking of Lindsay because this is your kind of epilogue. Oh uh, yeah. I love this kind of epilogue. So sweet. <sighs> it's years out there. It's like a super flash forward ep- yeah. epilogue. And I, you get the best of the characters in it. Um, you get, you know, you get the success of their their lives, not just yeah. their careers, their lives. Um, but you also get the sweet moments that, like, are why you love them so much. Yeah. 
And there's I some- also loved I also love their nicknames. Like this book was great with nicknames um, and pet names. So he always called her Little Lioness. Yeah. Um, and it became kind of part of their running banter. Um, and then Fish had all kinds of nicknames from everywhere, from the band, from her. Um, like there was like Fish Taco, Fish like it, it just there was just so many that like every time somebody came up with a different name for him it was like oh my god this is out of control it has this huge family feel even though these two individuals have very small families because of the morgan family and mm-hmm. i think that if you like melissa foster style books with you know these outlying characters that all play into this big world you would like these books you would like this author but she doesn't crowd the pages. No, I also relate it to um, Harlow James, where she gets that, like, I feel like the band was like that, how it's this tight knit group of guys um, and like her billionaire series, because it was the, these guys mm-hmm. together that were so interconnected. And then it just kind of builds and, and it adds has people. It has similar feelings to Julie Salmon's, Jay Salmon's Wild Mind Band books, too. Mm-hmm. You know, they're interconnected. Once you become a member of the group, you know, as the significant other, you're in. You're in and yes. you're not escaping and they all kind of love and accept you. So um, I think it had that similarity, too. I just really love, I love Lauren Rowe. And if you haven't read her books, I cannot recommend them enough. I know. You've got me addicted now, so... <laughs> You're Good welcome. thing we have a clear the TBR challenge because she's right. been on my TBR for a while. Um, so I'm, awkward transitions is what we do here at Buzzing About Romance. So I just want to say real quick, we're kind of changing up our quick shots and we will not be going through our three questions. If we're doing a quick shot on the book, we are recommending it to you. We are telling you, go read this book, add this author to your TBR. Um So I also want to let you know that you can get more book reviews from us over on patreon.com. We are doing special buzzing, buzzing after dark episodes. And should I read it? And then if you have a title you think we should review, send it to us because, you know, we want to talk about all the books. We always need more books to read. Right? There's never enough books. (laughs) Anyway, Carolina, thank you so much for joining me for this quick shot of romance. Thanks for having me and having me finally read Lauren Rowe. <laughs> You're so welcome. Until next time, everyone. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 